now recording. I am good to go. Tight. Let's get our inevitable shenanigans 20, on the 19, Ugh. 16, 17, 16, 14, 12, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, This is giving me anxiety 19, because you're 20. just staying in the same range. How dare you, sir? Welcome back to the Pack You Run podcast. I am your ginger bearded host, Dan Mayotte. Not your ginger bearded host, because I don't think. Do you like Do you like Moscow mules? I I can drink them. I can pound them back. I'm okay with them, but they're not my favorite thing, and neither is ginger beer. That's besides the point. My name is AJ Lagambina. I'm your other host, and uh, we're back, baby. We're here. We're late, but we're back. Again. Because someone was having too much fun with tax-free weekend. Oh, man. I got my ass handed to me at work and honestly completely forgot about it until I had the day off today and was like, oh, yeah, I have an entire episode of this to go through and put together. And also, we should probably record another episode. So we're here. Yes. You guys are getting a double dose because this will come out sooner rather than later. I, I thought you were like enjoying tax free weekend. That's why I was like confused when I was getting your text. I was like, oh, OK, like, are you really going to be no, shopping no, no. that much like during tax free weekend? Nah, dude, it's uh, down here in Tennessee. It's all it's all like back to school shopping. So certain there were only certain products in the store that I work at that were actually tax free. And I do inventory management. So we got a lot of those things. And I, I had to process it all. And that was painful. <laughs> so when does school in Tennessee start? Uh, one of the, one of the counties I think has already started, uh, Davidson County where I live doesn't start until the 10th, but they start really early on in August. I mean, I know that, uh, like for example, like Arizona, they start pretty early on for example, but I didn't think the same thing for like Tennessee. Arizona is a different planet as far as I'm concerned though. So they get to do their own thing. I mean, who would want to live in a desert? Not a, apparently a lot of people, not a knock on, on, I mean, I'm I'm sorry we're we're def or uh, we're coming <laughs> we're coming for your neck Arizona. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've visited Arizona once. It was very pretty. I saw the Grand Canyon. It makes you feel small. Oh yeah, I bet. It's it's legit it's legitimately impressive. So, you got that going for you. Uh, but that trip ended in a trip to Vegas and as much as we <laughs> as much as we just roasted Arizona, um Vegas is a godless cesspool of vegas is like if twitter were a place <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean i can't speak to las vegas because i've never been to las vegas i've never felt the urge to go to las vegas but that seems accurate i mean living in connecticut i went to casinos a couple of times uh mostly to go see like comedians and things but uh but yeah, that would just be like one casino, like Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun or, where, or wherever. Like you'd go for a day or two and it's very disorienting and just a very ridiculous existence. So to have all of the casinos 
all up and down one road. Like, who's I, whose idea was this? I, I would like to speak to their manager. I mean, <clears throat> you sound like a Karen right now, first off, with speak, wanting to speak I, to someone's manager. I am. I am the Las Vegas Karen. Um, second, you know, how, like... Arizona, or like, not Arizona, um, like Las Vegas is in a huge trouble when it comes to like their water supply. It, isn't it all like piped in from California? Yeah. And like, they're basically, so like all the water is pumped in from California and there's like, I, I don't know the terminology. I'm, I'm going to come off sounding kind of dumb here, but I'm trying to be smart. I don't know that. <laughs> Aren't we all? I'm, I don't know the name of the reservoir, but there's like... It's either in California or it's in Nevada. And there are clear, like, lines that you can see from, like, the amount of, like, water that it's been taken from. Just pumping into, like, Las Vegas and to, like, L.A. Oh, you mean, like, on the sides of the reservoir you can see where the water level is dropped? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Like, that's messed up. It reminds me of looking at... I fell down, like, a YouTube rabbit hole uh, during quarantine. And I watched, like, six or seven videos about, like, coastline erosion, which is... (laughs) Anybody listening to anybody that's listening to this right now is like, shut up. But, uh, but it, it, it's, it's really, it's really weird and really screwed up. Like the amount that even just the East coast has like the face of it has completely changed. Yeah. The earth is dying kids. We got to do something. I mean, yeah. Eat, eat, uh, I don't know. Eat local eat, and stop getting avocados from California. I'm, I'm not sure I can go as far as to stop getting avocados, but... Well, you know how bad we'll avocados are for the environment? I mean... They're like the worst... You know how bad all of the factory farming is? I mean, well, true, but like avocados especially are like the worst. <laughs> also, corn subsidies are dumb. I mean, everything is dumb. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get... Anyway, this is not the Dan and AJ political hour, although I'm sure at some point something ridiculous is going to happen. Or the Dan and AJ science hour, because we are basically... Oh, it's never, it's never going to be the science hour. We are basically two guys talking out of our asses, talking about YouTube videos that we've seen. I know, just just those nights where you can't sleep, so you just fall... you just let the recommendations guide you and you get you get to really terrible terrible corners of the internet i mean i do that and then i fall asleep while watching these and wake up in a cold sweat with all the lights on with the youtube still running and it's like four in the morning oh dude i can't watch youtube on my ps4 for that exact reason i did that because it just <laughs> i did that twice in a weekend once like like a like a couple months ago like Justine was away, and I did it back-to-back nights. Oh, man. That's dark. I'm sorry. (laughs) Can't do it. It's not quite as dark as the corner of the internet that I have currently been occupying. Um, There's this girl... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's only said it, like, twice in his videos. But his name is Brady Sajak or something. Okay. The guy is hilarious, but basically his entire YouTube channel is him reviewing or, like, reacting to uh, TikTok videos and Reddit threads which on the surface sounds pretty cringe but the guy's got like he's got a really really nice like voiceover voice so he'll read memes and like do like little voices and stuff for them and like none of its original content like he's just reading other people's things but man like I can feel the brain cells rotting as I'm (laughs) laughing at like the performance (laughs) have you ever have you ever heard (laughs) have you ever heard of spubby (laughs) no I'm not familiar with that 
<laughs> so it's basically it's based on a meme where somebody used the subway like subway sandwiches font and wrote spubby eat freef <laughs> and it's become it's become like an entire subreddit of people creating like mispronouncing like taco bell or mcdonald's or something i've seen a couple of those floating around on like like facebook because usually like facebook is the very last place that you see something yeah like you see it on reddit or like you see it on twitter or or um Reddit first, then it's Instagram, then it's Facebook. Yeah, once by the time by the time it hits the Instagram meme pages, you know that it's either you know that it's either completely dead or like the next big thing. Right, like big chunkus. Oh my god, I could go the entire rest of my life without thinking about big chunkus. But big chunkus is a high quality meme. Oh my god, the one where he just keeps growing until he's looking over the universe. I mean, that's how big oh, big god. chunkus is. I mean, big is in the name. This, this, this plague plague really did a number on all of us. Um, Should have just taken us out. Well, that's terrible. I'm sorry. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we continue talking about random YouTube corners that we've just been (laughs) seeming to watch. Uh, let's, let's, uh, it's a tradition around here to mention what we're drinking this evening. You want to start off? I love, I will start off and I will also give you props for introducing our drink selections as if we were playing a game of hot ones. I mean, I, that's a good one. That's a good Sean Evans. Sean Evans, please sponsor us. I will eat all the hot wings. Or first we feast or whatever. Yeah. First we feast. Yeah. That's the company. Yeah. I, I I still dream about... Owned by Complex. Are they really? Yeah. That's wild. I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, <laughs> let's see if I can get a good... Hold on. I'm going to go full audio engineer. Dude, you, I'm gonna s- turn up the, you sound like a rookie right now. I'm turning up the game all the way on my interface to see if I can... Yeah, it wasn't very good because it's a bottle, but whatever. Yeah, you didn't even open it. Also, I totally just blew up everybody's ears there. Hooray for editing. Yes. I'm drinking the number one returning champion to this podcast. Uh, one of my favorite beers of all time, even though I get roasted for saying that. And I don't care. It's very nice. It's very easy drinking. It is Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Distinctively complex and balanced. But why I'll do you get you know. roasted for liking it? Because it's not like it's not an IPA, but it's also not just like liquid corn so it's not something that you can really like pound down and yet i think a lot of people roast <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people are just making fun of the fact that boston is 50 percent of my personality i mean um that's basically also, this whole podcast th- this is true but there's a lot of people that like actually don't like it and then everybody likes to say oh i like the i like the sam adams Oktoberfest, which is the worst beer this brewery puts out even though it's still a decent beer sam adams please sponsor us. i like it and um oktoberfest will always have nostalgia for me because it's part of so when i turned 21 i bought a six pack of boston lager and a six pack of oktoberfest i remember that walk down to the the uh the shop right <laughs> walk down to the shop right and and oh my god yep because like i i didn't have to like go to any of those like other sketchy places that would sell underage which looking at you happy harry's and there's like one other one too i forget what the other one was but i can picture it in my mind's eye yeah west haven was a wild town true i mean <sighs> not much there 
besides a decent university, one of the greatest underground punk venues of all time. True. And, um decent food i guess oh my god do you remember georgie's diner georgie's that place was okay i loved georgie's i like duchess man i'm a duchess boy yo but duchess is a chain or like what's what's you gotta go or, no it wasn't duchess it was like um what was the place on campbell that like we used to always go to after a galaxy show like that one diner oh my god what was that place you know what i'm talking about though i know exactly what you're talking it was right about right on campbell we always went there with like carol and jordan and like a bunch of other people shout out to all of our galaxy friends yes eating in diners at like one in the morning after getting sweaty in a basement to jam bands oh my god um oh my god campbell this is riveting radio right here campbell avenue yeah we're we're really bringing the boom right here west haven it was duchess wasn't All it right. yeah it was duchess yeah is that what it was called yeah it was called duchess i feel like okay so that's the west haven green it was like um there's the past the highway All right, let's see if i can find this it was past like the Looking turkish at... place hmm <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally just looking this up right now. Well, while we're gonna, AJ, we're gonna vamp for a minute. Well, while AJ is doing that, um, I am drinking a uh, Coastal Sauvignon Blanc from Trader Joe's, and um, you know it's okay. It's, it's a fine choice for this evening application. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know? Yeah. The Trader Joe's want is that like? Well, I say that, but what's the? Um, isn't there Trader Joe's has a few different Sauvignon Blancs, right? They have a couple. Um, I think this is like in the cheaper range. You know, it's in the like four to five dollar range. So I mean, you get what you pay for. That's true. Um. Okay. I'm I'm looking at the Seven Eleven right now. Hold on. Oh my, why don't you just go to the maps on your like um on your computer? I feel like it's easier to do it on here. Okay. It was just pe- just before the highway, right? It was after it or just after okay Valvoline, Valvoline, west haven tattoo the chiropractic center yeah it was like near york street that's where it was oh man i'm definitely gonna have to edit around this but i really want to find like, it I'm, right, harry gary like i'm looking at it right now on my like um west haven duchess diner restaurant it was called duchess yeah Oh, that's wild. West Haven Duchess. Or D-U-C-H-A-E-S-S. Oh my God. Look at it. God. I would kill to have diners down here the way that we have them up there. I can't... I will say this about Duchess. The thing I used to get, I can probably... Safe to say I could never have again. And what was that? I forget what it was called, but it was... I think it was a club sandwich. No, it was a cheeseburger. And for the buns, it was two grilled cheese. So on one grilled cheese, it was jalapenos and like pepper jack. On the other one, it was bacon and like cheese. And you get like a mountain of fries with it. That's that's on the no-fly list. That's on the no-fly list. That's on the no-fly list. Yeah. I can't I can't eat that anymore, unfortunately. I feel very similarly about the Ray and Mike's Impossible Sandwich um, in the wonderful town of wherever the hell Quinnipiac is located. Oh, Hamden? <laughs> I don't know how. I, Hamden, there we go. Yeah. Um, Ray and Mike's was awesome. I very much enjoyed eating a Philly cheesesteak with a buffalo chicken cutlet stuffed into the middle of it. Um, but I am I am no longer confident that that would not just absolutely um, nuke my digestive system. Yeah, I'm... I... <sighs> 
I'm trying to do not eat food like that. Yeah, I need to stop. Need to stop eating, as uh, as John Mulaney would say. I can't live like a ninja turtle. Although my my coworkers at my job were very impressed at. Did you know this? This is what I used to do at the in uh, Bartels. So I would go to Bartels. I would get like for my regular dinner or like whatever it is. I would get like chicken fingers or chicken nuggets, fries, burgers, like pizza, like you name it. I got it. And then on yep. top of this mess of terrible food. I would take two big things of spinach from the spinach from like the the salad bar and just plop it on there. And I would eat the spinach first and then get to like all the fries and like the fried food. I remember I remember this life hack because I remember using it after you showed me and I would usually do like I would usually do like the green salads um, and like tomatoes and cucumbers. Like I would build an actual salad on top of it. And then when you got to the bottom, it would be like, yeah, chicken tenders, slices of pizza, stuff like that. Unless I went to the burrito station, in which case all bets were off and I would be, I would, I would be unable to function as a human (laughs) about two hours later. Yeah. (laughs) College food was sick. Yeah, it was because you, I mean, you didn't even have to think about it. It was just already there for you. I mean, the freshman 15 is real, but I didn't get it. Same. <laughs> it's real. It's a real thing. We did. We did a really good job with not destroying ourselves. Thank you, uh, genetics. Yeah. Thanks, genetics and positive, uh, positive inf- influences from our parents. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I actually have a story to tell you about. Here we go. Um, nothing to do with college, but like this happened to me last night into this morning. So last night I applied to a job and I, I've used this resume for the past year and a half and thought it was perfect. I've done everything to it. Like I've made minor tweaks here and there to it, but like it's been perfect. Um, apply to this job and I wake up and I get an email from them and they're like, oh yeah, you definitely have really like good, good like uh, experience, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm not going to roast them because honestly it's on me at the end of the day, taking full ownership of it. Um, okay. But um, one of the, the points I had in my resume was detail oriented and Guess what I spelled wrong? Oh, no. I spelled oriented wrong. <coughs> the damn irony in that. You. <laughs> the irony. Yeah. The irony oh, no. in that. Oh, Dan. Like. That's amazing. I was like, I'm like, oh, man. But like, here's the thing, too. Like, I've applied. I messed this one up. I've applied to other jobs since and I've gotten them and like you know like or i've gotten far with them and no one has said a word to it or maybe here's the thing maybe the reason why i haven't heard back from some jobs because of that minor little detail (laughs) i'm detail orientated yeah it was like i was like no so oh man it's one of those stories that you just have to laugh about and at least they cared enough to actually read it and yeah. they pointed it out so I can change it. So shout out to them. Shout out to them. So that's, that's terrifying though. I was like, oh. sit back and just be like, how many people did I send this to? You just feel this small. What have I done? So remember kids, proofread. <laughs> proofread and put it, get somebody to put another set of eyes on it for sure. Yeah. Um, going back to the deep corners of the internet. 
Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say on it because I usually watch this. I rewatch a lot of the same videos I normally do. I don't know if you do that. I think everybody does that. Well, anybody that has, um, anybody that does that with like Netflix and stuff like that, like you all have YouTube videos that are definitely like part of your canon, I guess, that you definitely go back to as like comfort videos. Yeah. Like, um, anything like a lot of those like uh like cody co like that's cringe videos yeah like those are <laughs> those are hilarious good god oh my god i uh i forget who i was talking to but they they mentioned that it was a monday and i immediately went it's a monday i'm scotch tape i'm just so dang clear of anything which is a reference to an olin rogers video from forever ago i think it was like 2010 or something um called ghost in the stalls where he tells a story about sitting in a bathroom stall and having somebody else sit next to him in that bathroom stall and deciding to scream at the person next to him for the sake of it and when i tell you When I tell you that I still laugh as hard at that video now as I did when it first came out, it reminds me that I am a man child and that I have not really I have not really grown up past the age of 16. I mean, that's not true. I've I've been on a great personal journey, but uh, Yeah, you're not a total piece of shit. That video is still hilarious though. No, you're not a piece of shit at all. <laughs> Negative. I try not to be. I actively try not to be. Right. Um yeah, there's been a bunch of that stuff that's been popping up though. Just these weird like nostalgia trips that you can go on. I think it's all TikTok's fault, honestly. TikTok is one of my favorite. I don't know the name of the user, but he welcome to the package store. How can I help you? And it's like people trying to ship things and he just starts yelling. It's all it's just the ridiculousness of like dealing with like like retail customers trying to tell you how to do your job oh my god oh man there was one that blew up a while ago where it it was like kind of a similar thing of like this kid that works at ikea and like all the different things that people will ask yes yeah and then like with the music in the background it's like oh um like (laughs) what are some of the ones that he does it's like um Working hard or hardly working? Hardly laughing. Hardly laughing. You think you're the per- first person to tell that joke? You're not even the first person today. Have any coupons for I me? I make minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one that he did with the like vaccine. You don't want to get the vaccine? Well, just die. <laughs> well, just die then. Which, by the way, I mean, it looks like... I, I saw a meme today that was like... um. COVID is really coming back from a 28 to 3 lead. No. And I was like, I was like, no, no. Don't, don't. I know the rest of the country hates the Patriots, but please leave us that sacred ground. That and like, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. Man. I just don't, I don't want to go back into quarantining and social distancing and everything else. Yeah. I mean like, and like they've now, they've now required people walking into my place of work to be masked for, we like employees had to be masked up for about a week and then they made it so that anybody walking in the door has to be masked. And that's just depressing. I stopped wearing a mask like maybe a month and a half ago in like stores and like, especially at work. Um, not that I can, I can get away from wearing a mask because I still have to wear it whenever i go on the subway for example yeah um but i just went back to it because of everything that's just been going on it's depressing and i don't like it because there's a lot of people 
ruining it for everybody else because they're dumb and listen to Tucker Carlson, who, by the way, is vaccinated. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I forget I forget where I sourced that from. So don't quote me on it. But I remember seeing that like he was fully vaccinated and getting up there on his show and trying to convince people that watch it. Did you see the that they shouldn't be vaccinated? Did you see the um, there's a viral video that went around maybe like a week and a half ago of Tucker Carlson going to like a bakery and like a man confronted him and said like, yo, you're a piece of shit. You're a real piece. Like just <laughs> calling him out, calling him names while he was on vacation with his family yeah i mean for the most part for the most part i'll say i don't really agree with like confronting people that are just going out like in the world it's okay to disagree with people and just like let it be however that man is actually evil like that that's a human being without a soul and you can tell it when you look into his beady little eyes so yeah somebody somebody pull a richard spencer with tucker carlson please I just I want a viral video of him just getting clocked. It would it would it would feed my soul. Yeah. Some a small sen- a small sense of joy. I mean like Tucker Carl- Carlson is dangerous. He's he's oh, dangerous. Spreading yeah. the misinformation and with such a big crowd believing him. Marketing himself as news when he's actually opinion and all of his opinions are dumb. Because he's a soulless man that didn't have a girl in high school, and that's why he wears bow ties. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I wore bow ties when I worked at Market Basket sometimes. That's a different story, though. But I also, like... That's an... I didn't want to wear bow ties. I didn't want to wear any tie in high school. I don't really want to wear a tie now. I mean, yeah, same thing, yeah. I'm going to have to within at least the next year and a half, two years. I already forget. I got I got invited to be a groomsman in uh in my friend Sean's wedding, and so I I assume that I'm going to have to dress up and get an actual haircut that's not just me in my room with my beard trimmers. By that point, Sean, I have something to ask you, and hear me out. Here we go. Hear me out. No DJ or band. Just have AJ and I do a live set of the podcast <laughs> at your wedding. It may offend all your guests, but I think it would be better than a band or a DJ. Just hear me out. That, you can let me know. It's, this is the best worst idea I've ever heard. I'm actually I'm I'm actually kidding. Let's 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 do it. Unprompted. Sean I'm I'm taking control now. You and it's your wedding now. You and Lisey, you you and Lisey can have everything else you want, but Dan and I are Dan and I are taking over the entertainment. And uh, all I'm saying is there better be an open bar there, buddy, because <laughs> that's the only way anybody's getting out of there alive. What a terrible bit! Absolute madness. <laughs> what are we doing? This is what happens when two millennials are overworked and tired and depressed with the state of the world. These are the conversations that are had, baby. Um, well, you mentioned twenty-eight to three like a couple of minutes ago, so I did. we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a delayed segue into uh, Patriots started training camp. Yeah, they did. What are we? Uh, how are we feeling? What are we hearing? I just made a shot into my trash barrel that like curved perfectly, and uh, just call me Chauncey Billups, folks. I mean, I don't think you know who that is. I absolutely know who Chauncey Billups is. Um, I mean, so far I've heard good things about Mac Jones. Um, I like the little bit that he he like went to camp dressed as like Cam. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Did he really? Yeah, he did. He like put on like a one of those like fedora hats that Cam usually wears. That's incredible. I want to see that. Um, let me let me bring that up on my laptop because that's awesome. But like Bill has been, or I'll do it on my phone. Very impressed with Mac Jones so far. He's also said some pretty impressive things about um, Kyle Duggar. Um, I so I saw some of those comments. Yeah, which I think Kyle Duggar played a really good role last year, and I think he's going to be even better this year, given the fact that Patrick Chung is not going to be there. Although he didn't play last year either, um, because he was on the COVID list. <laughs> but I, I Kyle Duggar is one of my favorite players, and on this Patriots team, and I think he is going to be a real stud for this team. I'm looking to see if there are pictures, but there just aren't that many. Um, that is funny, though. I like they're saying that it was part of like the rookie skits, which I didn't know was a part of training camp. So that's kind of cool. There's a lot of different things involved with training camp and like tradition with training camp. Like um, rookies have to carry the pads of like the veterans, like bring out like all the yeah. pads, get like the snacks or whatever. Just like fun hazing type of thing. Yeah. Um, of infamous one is the rookie dinner or like not the rookie dinner, the uh, the yeah, I guess you could say it's the rookie dinner because because like um they take out pretty much the offensive line or like the other quarterbacks and like they have to pay for it they're stuck with the bill so like usually like oh bro 10 grand or five grand or something like that something something ridiculous something for all the food ridiculous that those guys ridiculous because i mean they all obviously go to the nicest steakhouse and they order the most expensive thing on the menu that's incredible <laughs> Um, we are looking at some games starting next week, um, starting with the Washington football team. Oh, uh, just the, uh, the preseason. Yeah. Preseason games. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that it's back. It seems like there might actually be a little bit of quarterback competition too. I mean, just based on some of the completion numbers and everything. I, I think the way that it's going to go cam is going to start the year i don't see a situation where mac jones starts ryan horner yeah, not. has no chance of starting and neither does <laughs> um i forget the other guy's name at this point uh jared stidham jared stidham yeah. <laughs> how quickly we forget yeah um he cam's gonna be the guy and we might see Mac Jones coming in at in like week eight, week eight. We might not see him at all this year, and I'd be fine with that. If we don't see him at all this year, things are going to be going really well for us. So I'm okay with that. I feel like if we see Mac Jones, we're probably in for a little bit of another mulligan of a season. Yeah, we're not going to know what to expect. And Cam was very underrated last year. He was he was better than what people in the media and other and fans make him out to be. Agreed. He's not a passer. He's not going to... And never really has been. He's not going to throw 5,000 yards and give you 50 touchdown passes. No. I mean, he did have the most rushing uh, touchdowns for a quarterback last year. That's something. Yeah. So we're going to be... I think we're going to be just fine this year. I think I think we just have an insane amount of talent on this team again. It's crazy. Like going into last year, it was so many, so many no-name players. And then usually what we've like that's not unique for the beginning of a Patriot season but it's usually we have no name players and then they go and they by the end of the season where you know we're playing for the divisional round or we go and we win the Super Bowl and now all of a sudden all these no name players are household names right because of 
the New England Patriots. And then last year it was, we have a bunch of no-name players, and you kind of learn about them, but none of them are really household names. And this year, it's like, oh, I like there's, there's a lot of people on this team where I know... Like, I know what they're about. I'd love to see Damian Harris really take control of running back one position. Um, I think he's the... Let he, the boy cook. He's the guy. He is the guy. Sony Michelle, he just hasn't worked out as a first-round pick. Which doesn't bode well for our statistics on first-round picks. No, it doesn't. But, I mean, like, you look at some of our other picks. I mean, um, for example, uh, Michael Wenu. He was a six-round pick last year. He was really good. Yeah. Uh, David Andrews, I don't know what round he was in, but, I mean, third or fourth or fifth. Um, We... I I expect this team to do well. And some of the some of what the new additions have said about the rookies from last year, like Matthew Judon came out and said like Josh Uche is a really good player. He's pretty good. Hmm. I would expect uh Josh Uche to be a different real difference maker this year. He had some some good moments last year, but a lot of people were in Belichick's doghouse. Pace Winovich was one of them, for example. Yeah. Pace Winovich, um, Who's the other one that I always think of? I mean, the problem with Chase is he struggles with coverage, which I mean, like in in a Bill Belichick system, you in like you're a linebacker, you need to be able to rush the passer and also drop back in coverage and cover either the the tight end or um, like the running back. Kind of like a Kyle Van Noy, which, by the way, that's going to be a real. I'm glad he's back. That's yeah, that's a treat. Oh, my God. That was (laughs) that's just it's never not going to be funny the way that that worked out gets cut after a year and then is like you know what i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back to new england and oh by the way new england is still going to get their extra pick for letting me go down to miami in the first place yep i mean if you look at the history of the patriots in the bill belichick era Bill has never been the strongest drafter. That's not like who he is. He's the type of guy that brings in the the castaways from teams, coaches them up, and then they go on and get their, their third contract and really make the big bucks. That's what he does. And he's done that very successfully for... How many years? When did when did he first start? I mean, he's been the coach the since 2000. But I mean, look at Mike Rabel, for example, or who's now the coach of the Thumbtacks, as you call them. The Flaming Thumbtacks. Um, you look at Rodney Harrison. He was not drafted by Belichick. He was a like a free agent signing that kind of had a troubled past. Um, you look at Roosevelt Colden. Um, I mean, Randy Moss was a castaway for Christ's sakes and got him pretty cheap on that on top of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say, but there's a lot more. Um, I think there's a lot more confidence in where we're at now. And I think that's just because, you know, yester, yesterday, <laughs> yesteryear, last year, you know, nobody knew anything. Nobody knew what the season was going to look like. Nobody knew what preseason was going to look like. I mean, we were completely wrong with our predictions. I mean, yeah. I said even before Cam, I said, we're 10 and 16. Boy, like, I mean, we could have been 10 and 6. Man, that Seahawks game is going to haunt me. That Seahawks game is going to haunt me. That Buffalo Bills game is going to haunt me. That Kansas City Chiefs game is going to haunt me. Like, there were there were a couple games there that we would have been 11-5 if everything worked out, but it just didn't. 
Thanks, Brian Hoyer. It wasn't Brian Hoyer's fault. I mean, it was it was just no... I mean, low... Our offense was just not good. Low key, I mean... <laughs> Top to bottom. I mean, I don't think any other coach in the NFL could have coached that team and gotten them to 7-9. and nine. And if it was if it was anything less than seven and nine, I think there would have been I think there would have been cause to have Belichick's head on a stake. So I think a lot of people do actually kind of know that. Yeah, I mean there are some crazy Patriots fans that are in the comments that definitely say crap like that. But I think generally everyone knows Bill Belichick is a great coach, knows what he's doing, and trusts what he's doing. I think everybody I think everybody that plays him knows. I mean the greatest coach of all time. Bar none. Bar none. All right. So that covers uh that covers Patriots news. Is there anything else uh in the realm of sports that you wanted to cover? Um, let me see. I mean, the Giants got into a huge fight in training camp. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, there was a huge brawl in Giants camp, and they uh Joe Judge was so mad he was like cussing everyone out and making them run sprints for like t- like an hour straight. Who, whoever was like involved but have any clue why what does anybody have any clue why i don't know but like i mean danny jones was at the bottom of that pile that does not bode well i mean luckily he's yeah. not injured like carson wentz for example oh man i saw some memes about the carson wentz issue well you know what's crazy now there's talks that Nick Foles is not happy. Yeah, Nick Foles is not happy in Chicago, and it's that's a. I can you imagine? Here's the thing: like, I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. I'm not a stan of him at all. But if that happens for the second time, I just feel so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, first off, it's hard not to feel bad for Carson Wentz. Um, like put put like the Eagles uh, like away for ex- example, because like. I'm not an Eagles fan. I don't care for the Eagles. But imagine you're the starting quarterback for a team. Your backup essentially wins the Super Bowl. And they build a statue of that quarterback. And you have to walk by it every day. Like going to the stadium. Yep. Like that's tough. just insane. That's tough. That's really tough. Whether whether you can like argue Carson Wentz is a good quarterback or not. Or like bad. That's totally your opinion. But like you still have to feel some sympathy sympathy for the guy. Oh, yeah. It's like going into your job and you do the work 90% and then the guy sitting to your right finishes the last 10% and gets all the credit and they get give them the raise instead. Yep. It's basically that. Maybe not yeah. a raise, but like, I mean, it's something essentially like that. Yeah. The, uh, the dramatic irony, though. <laughs> The idea that Nick Foles, imagine having to do, so exactly what you're saying, having that happen in Philadelphia and having to go and play the next, whatever, two or three seasons after that, walking by a statue of Nick Foles, and then to get traded to a new team, have kind of a fresh start, get injured during training camp, and to have the same guy come in and take over for you. It's just, that's bad luck. That would just be, that would just be pitiful. I don't... But luckily for Carson... Nick Foles didn't really do anything after that Super Bowl anyway, so. I mean, like, I, I remember seeing a press conference that Nick Foles did that he was praising Frank Wright, like, up and down about how much he respects him and how he's, like, the best coach that he's ever had and everything. I think he would love to be traded to Indy. Okay, we are back. I don't know what happened to my technology. AJ will probably edit it out. 
But anyways, I think the final point I can make on Carson Wentz and also the Eagles, in fact, um, so when the Colts traded for Carson Wentz, it was a second round pick, but could turn into a first. It was going to be a second if he played 75% of the snaps. And it looks pretty good for the Eagles. And like the Eagles fans, uh, they could have another first round pick in next year's draft. Wow. So that will make it up to three first round picks for next year. Well... They probably need it because their team is trash. They definitely need it, and they are currently in talks. I mean, not currently in talks, but, I mean, there's been some rumors floating around of they're probably the most likely to end up with Deshaun Watson when he gets traded from the Texans. Um, Whenever that whole situation with uh, Deshaun Watson ends. That's depressing. The idea that he might even still be playing. Yeah. I mean, it's either them or the Denver Broncos. That Those are like the two teams leading the race right now. And they're the only teams that make sense. Yeah. Wow. Remember for a minute there when we wanted him, when everybody wanted him? I mean, I think anyone who didn't have a quarterback starting, like a quarterback that they believed in this uh, offseason wanted him. I mean, they were talked with the Dolphins, the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots wasn't going to happen. That, that was a pipe that dream. Stop the conspiracy theorists from going at it. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, there were many Patriot conspiracy theorists that were like. And now he's radioactive to everybody except for Philly, apparently, and Denver. I oh, mean, God. have you been to Philly? Once, I think. Radioactive. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jill. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I'm sure Jill you. doesn't listen to this. Sorry to the many friends that we have kicking around in Philly. Your music scene is sick. Your food seems pretty good. And apparently your pizza is decent too. But uh, but yeah, Philly's sports-wise and politics-wise and let's be honest, people-wise, Philly is terrible. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. I mean, there was that whole... I think we talked about this last time with Aaron Rodgers basically trashing the green bay packers in like a press conference yep openly yep oh my god i've i don't think we've ever seen that before we'll probably never see that again oh you can you can bet that there's been conversations between owners and quarterbacks and coaches and everybody in the wake of that where they've been like don't try it this fucking dude like absolutely do not do what this man has done the absolute the 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 hubris the hubris of that man i mean Part of me, part of me respects it for, you know, calling it as it is because I get why he's disgruntled as a player, but also, man, you're still, you're still agreeing to play for that team. Like, oof. I mean, he's going to be gone next year. There's no way he stays there. I don't So it used to be, it used to be that green, green Bay was going to strong arm him into staying no matter what. And yeah, right. I think now both sides have just kind of reached a standstill where it's just like, well, we're not going to trade you and you don't want to be here. So come and come and give it one more year and then we'll figure it out over the course of a year yeah i mean it's just the smartest it's the smartest business decision for both sides i think i mean there's no win in that yeah (laughs) besides should have ordered that wine without bones my guy yes yes (coughs) 
So, yeah, um, I think we're going to see one of two things. I think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers having one of the best years that he's ever had and, like, going all out. Or we're going to see him just kind of tank and hope that he can find himself some greener pastures next year. It's going to be one or the other. I mean, he Green Bay seems to know what they want to do. They're trying to compensate for it. Um, Aaron Rodgers just does not want to be part of that. He wants to... And, I mean, if we think about it, Green Bay has done a terrible job trying to give him the team to make him win Super Bowls or help him win Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, he's the most talented. He's probably the most talented quarterback of all time. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is hot on his heels, but even like Mahomes is still, he's going into his fourth year in the NFL. Yeah. He's going into his fourth year, but like, I think. So it's too, it's too early to tell with that kid. I think Patrick Mahomes will eventually surpass Aaron Rodgers. But uh, not today. But not today. No. Uh, Want to get into some music stuff? Let's get into some music stuff. So we're going to do kind of likely, kind of like we did with our first kind of comeback episode um, where we talked about, we basically just did a big ass recommendations thing. And a lot of that was music. Um, I think we should go through some of our like recently played playlists and things like that. And we can each pick a few songs and just talk about, you know, what we've been listening to and why. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to? I'll kick it off because I've got kind of a, I got a little bit of a weird one. Okay. Um, so have you ever heard of the band Camino? And that's the full name. The band, the band Camino. The band Camino. Yeah. I have not. So they are apparently, they're apparently a Nashville based band and... Some of the people that I work with are close with those guys, I guess. Um, they had an album that came out this year, actually. Um, and they've got... They're one of those bands where they've got songs... Or no, they have a they have an album coming out uh, this year. It comes out on September 22nd, and it is... They've already got four singles out for it. Okay. Um, one of those singles is called Know It All. That song's a bop. I think I might have talked about it on a previous episode. But on their 2019 album, Try Hard... They have this song, Daphne Blue, that I really, really enjoy. Um, It's just, it's pretty generic, like pop rock kind of stuff. Um, Some people would call it pop punk. It's very similar in sound to like, kind of like what All Time Low is doing and things like that. That super compressed kind of pop songwriting and things. Yeah. But this song, Daphne Blue, has some kind of cool guitar parts. Like the intro part is very um, stadium rock 80s kind of riffiness, which is cool. I like that. Um. And then it's mostly just, it's mostly just kind of a, it's just kind of a breakup song, I guess. Like lyrically, it's, it's kind of cool. And it gets its name from the last line of the chorus, which is black jeans and Daphne blue still make me think of you. And it's just, it's, it's catchy and it's been staying in my head. And I don't know why, because I remember hearing this song like right after it was released because everybody was losing their mind about it. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good song. And somebody must have been playing it, or I heard like a clip of it somewhere or something, and it's just been stuck in my head for a week now. So, good song. Check it out. Daphne Blue by the band Camino. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I recently put together a playlist called August 2021. Um, just a bunch of newer songs that I've been into, and also old, like, throwback jams. I've also been rocking out too. You can find that on Spotify uh, under like Dan Mayotte. So check that out. Um, 
But the first song on it is by Power Trip, and it's off of their first EP, um, their self-titled uh, EP. First song is Divine Apprehension, and boy, it's 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 everything I wa- like. So my issues in the past, I like I like Metallica, for example. I think Metallica yeah. riffs, they're really good, and I like their old school sound. But the caveat to that is I hate the seven minute long songs. Yeah. You know, it's repetitive, it's annoying, it's 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 I like Metallica, but it's it's too much for me. This is a four minute long song, gets right to the point, and it's the perfect amount of thrash that I want. <laughs> um, I'll take it. Great sort of um Great vocals from Riley, rest in peace. Um, sounds like they were recorded in like a bathroom stall with like the amount of reverb. <laughs> but it's great and it's riffy and I oh, like especially like the, with the chorus, it sounds and it reminds me of like a like a Slayer song and like all those old school thrash bands. The problem is like the, all their songs are way too long for me. I just I can't get into it. I get bored. I don't need a I don't need a two and a half minute solo. Right, exactly. This is this has like the and it also has like hardcore elements to it as well. Um, it it's the perfect balance with it. Um, if you haven't listened to Power Trip, you're really missing out. Great band. Um, I don't know if they're around anymore because of uh, their lead singer passing away last year uh, in a car accident or motorcycle accident. Uh, but definitely check it out. Tight. Um, my next up is uh, it comes off of an album that came out last year uh, in March. So I believe I think right before the pandemic kind of hit um, and came out on No Sleep Records. It's the song We're Gonna Make It to Kilby by Hot Mulligan. Um, just a great kind of it's actually really in line with the wonder years um like that style of kind of punk uh pop punk interesting uh their lead vocalist has like a really kind of unique register that he sings in there's a lot of kind of grit to his voice but it's also weirdly like it's melodic the breakup in his voice and things like that the way that his voice kind of skips around and it's a pretty generic song about you know basically being on tour or like being in a touring band and then kind of merging that lifestyle with also having people that you love and miss at home and stuff and how re-entering that space can be hard and things like that but it's super catchy it it's not really it doesn't really have a chorus it's kind of like a run-on sentence of a song like it just kind of keeps going yeah but there's a couple there's a couple of repeated parts and yeah it's it's another one of those songs where it's just an earworm like i'll be sitting back at work or walking back to my car or something and it'll just pop into my head and i won't be able to get it out until i listen to it oh yeah um sticking with the nostalgia train that i've been on because i i don't know for whatever reason i've been listening to hardcore i used to be into in high school like power trip was one of those bands i remember i remember seeing power trip in a tiny venue and it was probably one of the coolest sets i've ever seen and this is a song like i i um they not not power trip but like this is ceremony and it's into the wayside part one slash sick there you go and one of the coolest shows i ever went to was i think it was 2011 2012 it was like right after zoo came out but i remember they opened up with this with sick and it kind of just 
it summarizes my feelings right now just being sick of all the bullshit yeah sick of all the like monogamy or like the the like the the shit of being an adult the monotony yeah that's what i mean yeah <laughs> sick of the monogamy justine yeah, has I, entered the chat <laughs> no i i i again maybe i'm not as uh, i'm not that good with words i mean it's all right we share um, that but it's just ross the lead singer just saying all the things that he's sick of and is it it includes some great lines like sick of black flags sick of crow mags um r- rhyming obama with head trauma oh no sick of obama sick of head trauma oh my like uh, sick of hardcore sick of catholics sick of atheists sick of police sick of yuppies sick of play uh paying rent and it ends with like sick of mankind and um it just kind of kind of just summarizes everything where i'm at in life let the hate flow through you yes that's as 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 cynical as that is that is it kind of just fits yeah <laughs> and no, i get it and it's it's a fun song it's it starts out with like a simple punk like bass drum beat or um tom beat you know what i mean yeah love that record great one <laughs> yeah it's hard not to like ceremony I mean, they don't have a bad record. One of oh, the no. better punk bands of our uh, of our lifetimes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so going off of going off of my last recommendation, another one that's kind of in the same vein is it also came out last year. Uh, the band Movements, who I believe put out a record on Bad Timing Records back in the day that I liked, uh, but I kind of forgot about them. Um, my buddy Rohan at work was playing this song Seneca by Movements um, during one of our shifts, and I thought it was I thought it was Citizen because they sound so they sound very much alike. And then I found out that Will Yip did this record, and it all made sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty straightforward kind of like it's I guess you could just sum it up as like alternative rock. It's not super punky, but it's not it's got that kind of grungy aspect. Like I said, if you like Citizen, you'll probably love this song. Um and it's another sad song because those are always the best songs. But Seneca uh by Movements just it was it was scratching an itch that I didn't know needed to be scratched cuz like obviously we still have Citizen, we have Basement, Balance and Composure, like all of those all of those records are still easily accessible, so sitting in listening to those usually does that for me so it was nice to hear something that was kind of in the same vein uh but i hadn't heard before yeah okay um i got my old mic set up the blue ball mr yeah now it's working i guess the uh m audio one uh just has interference and then i can't record with like these with a garage band so i don't know what the deal is um anyways um, I, I have one, or, um, I have an interesting one here and it's not hardcore. It's, I guess that you could, it's in the realm of hardcore. Um, but it's by City Morgue and they're like a trap okay. metal like group. Um, cool. Ben McKenty from the punk rock MBA. He did an interesting video on how trap metal is the new thing in metal. And I was like, oh, that that's kind of interesting. I'm going to check it out. And yeah. this band is there. This this rap group is kind of sick. Um, it it's basically 808s with metal riffs and like shouting, like aggressive rapping on it. And it's it's honestly one of the most interesting sounds I've heard. I haven't heard anything like it. 
So that actually ties pretty perfectly into the next recommendation that I have, um, which is... I was going to say one more thing. Um, Yeah. It's, I would say, the City Morgue, they're kind of... It's like a Limp Biscuit and like all those new metal bands that wrapped back in the 90s kind of like grew up. Yeah. Plus adding like the modern technology of like like beat making and heavier. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, there's a um there's a band called Pulses um that is they do kind of a similar thing. It's I mean it's def you would definitely have to classify it as metalcore, um, but it's a band made up of all people of color, and they do kind of... It's kind of like a party metal thing, but they're actually... They've got this song called Louisiana Purchase that is, like, it's the most fun I've had listening to a metalcore song in a while. Like... I love, like, I love a good breakdown. I love, I love good heavy music, but a lot of times it's like, it's very rigid in like what it is and what those bands will do. Yeah, for sure. And these guys are just like, they're just having fun. Like there's jokes all through it and stuff. And there's like this tiny little like keyboard thing that kind of becomes the mosh call, um, where I think it's their drummer who like plays a keyboard real quickly before the breakdown. And he's like, yo, she out of pocket. <laughs> And then it goes into a breakdown. Like, it's just, it's insanity, but it's so much fun. And I can just imagine, like, seeing this band live and losing it. So I'm into it. Louisiana Purchase by Pulses. That sounds interesting. Sounds really cool. Um, It is. And I guess my final treat to share, um, it would be my friend's band, uh, The Walkers, or Walkers. Uh, there's no A or E in it. It's W L K R Z. Tucked away. They just came up with this new record. Uh, shout out to my friend Phil. Um, just really good rock and roll um, stuff. That it, it sounds modern, but it also has like that vintage flair to it. I, I like it. It's awesome. Shout out to Phil. We're gonna have to check that out. Shout out to Phil. I'll check out your band. <laughs> Um, and those are a bunch of recommendations for you to listen to. Um, some old, some nice new rundown of what we've been listening to. Yeah. yeah. Covered, covered the spread pretty well there from trap All metal right. to, well. um, I guess rock and roll or, or like metal core to, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Trap, trap metal to pop to everything. Basically, basically anything with guitars. I mean, that's basically where we're at. That's, that's our bread and butter. Indeed. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the fine people that listen to the Packy Run? No. Get vaccinated, you weirdos. That is yeah, actually, yeah. That's that's probably it. I mean, I have no problem getting a booster shot every six months just to go to shows. Yep. Just don't be a hero. Don't think that you're smarter than everybody else. Go and get the thing. Because you're not. Tell your friends to go and get it. Ugh. If I have to go back to if I have to go back to answering phones, sitting at this desk for eight hours a day, I am going to do terrible things. And by that, I mean. I'll just sit around in my house being depressed like I was last year. Or you'll be like a a, a, like total Kyle (laughs) doing like pickup truck rants. (laughs) Just just completely swing to the other side of the spectrum. Just being like, you know what? Just like filming yourself like raging, like doing a rant in your pickup truck. (laughs) Raging on Instagram live. These dumb liberals. Oh no. I hope I never, I hope I never stoop that low. Oh, I hope to. No, I don't. (laughs) 
But life is long, and we're all living in a simulation anyway, so who knows? That is true. Whoever's controlling my character might decide to get a little bit wacky. <laughs> oh no. What a what a wild episode of the Packy Run. I can't wait to get feedback on this one. This has been probably a wild... This, yeah, this has been a wild one. This has been, this has been one of the most free-flowing ones we've had, and I love it. I will not wait a week and a half to uh, to put this one together. So you might have two in, in one week. Days. Yeah, you never know. Um, it's a it's a two for one special because I feel bad for screwing that one up. All good. Tell your friends about us. Rate and review us on your podcast players, especially on iTunes. Uh, follow us at Packy Run Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's all the paperwork. That's about it. That's that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Y'all have a lovely day, evening, week, whatever, and we'll catch you next time. Yes. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.